0: Hello, welcome to Thoughts on Thoughts. This is KJ, and Jessica is also here. Today, we are talking about phone usage Mm -hmm. and breaking up with your phone. Jessica recently read a book about it. We've actually talked about it just casually and decided to do an episode. It was actually inspired because I saw a girl on TikTok kind of talking about this issue she's been running into, she was kind of talking about how she is just wondering if like socializing is different post pandemic, because mm-hmm. she was like, I have this urge now to be social, but it just seems hard. Like people aren't being as social anymore. It's harder to make friends. I'm not sure what the hangups are. And then she was saying, but I also have this issue where I just want to be off my phone. But I feel like if I'm off my phone, that I'm not actually connecting with people because it seems like that's how people are connecting now. Like we went through this point in time where no one could really meet in person. So all of the socializing happened over the phone and it has kind of stayed that way. And so it was just kind of her commenting on how like things feel different and we're not sure how to navigate it. And I just thought it was really interesting cuz I feel that at a deep
1: level oh, yeah. every day. Oh yeah, for sure. I do think that things are I mean, things have always are like have been gradually going that way, right? Just yeah. towards more online interaction, less in-person interaction. But then obviously the pandemic like very much accelerated it in a large way and now i don't think any of us really know how to walk it back to where we want to be you know yeah yeah so we're we're gonna tell you how to do it we're gonna solve this problem right here right now by the end of this episode we will have talked through it and figured it out (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah I'm like that is a lofty goal, but I'm here for that kind of energy. like let's solve this problem. because it's so yeah. directly linked to mental health?
1: Very much so. It's yeah like
0: social life yeah. and phones, like it's very, very connected to
1: mental health. so yes. So basically I I for a long time, and I think probably a lot of you guys have noticed the problem with being on our phones all the time um, and then become alarmed at my phone usage and then like seeing things and read things that have kind of like prompted me to do more and more to like get off my phone but nothing really worked you know like a classic addiction even though like are we, I it's really hard to be like I'm addicted to my phone because it's also like there also are a lot of good reasons to be using it so it, it's a really hard thing right so We just kind of like learn more and more. But as I've been more aware of my phone usage, I do. I am much more aware that like any of my social, like my social life is much smaller than it was before phone. I mean, before like intense phone use, I should say. Mm -hmm. There was a time where I had a phone and it was not really a problem. When was that? Was when, it like,
0: like when, when like when I had an LG flip phone? Yes. So, yeah. Here's
1: something. You which I said. had
0: until I lived with you. Like, I had yes. a flip phone until grad school. I was like 24.
1: Oh, I remember. I remember <laughs> the flip phone. And I was like, how is this person? How does she exist? I don't know. <laughs> Didn't have so Instagram. Shocking. Like, yeah. 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 And I remember, like, getting through college definitely getting through like the first few years of my marriage without feeling like my phone was taking over my life but then something shifted and actually you know what it probably was was when facebook and instagram switched to the freaking algorithms that's probably Mm -hmm. they got started to shift Because before that, there was like an end to your any feed. Scroll, yeah. And you would like move on with life, you know? Yeah, that's true. Those shifted and then there was no end to your phone. And so like if the Instagram feed eventually ran out, then you could go to your Facebook feed and then you could go to your Twitter feed. Yeah. Which this me a little bit, right? Because I'm not even talking about TikTok, you know? Which is then nowadays, like you could infinitely scroll on TikTok. Yeah, TikTok right so I do think the algorithm was very cruel and I don't like it and I don't think anyone really likes it because it does feel kind of like someone is taking advantage of all of us and those people are the people who want to make money you know yeah and so yeah so I've like read a lot about the toll that it's taking on me but the one thing that really started to bother me that I noticed in myself was that I just like didn't have an attention span anymore and that was very concerning to me because like when I was younger and again I'm not talking like oh when I was a kid I'm talking about when I was in college I could sit down and read a book in a day I could KJ will attest to this I could sit down and write a 30 page paper in two days incredible like that was like a quite a feat but i I had that ability to kind of like hyper focus when needed and that was gone wiped out completely like i cannot just like read a book without just feeling the itch the urge to be like check my phone or like go do something or like just look around or you know what i mean like i just can't like focus your old fish yes every is it every six seconds yeah oh, it's yes. crazy like that yeah I know it's depressing and that's how it feels so I have undertaken a project to re-increase my attention span
0: feeling and re-
1: learn how to feel uncomfortable feelings because like obviously the other reason that we turn to our phones so often is to numb out any uncomfortable feeling Yeah, boredom, anxiety, depression, you know, anything. And so I'm like on a quest and uh, it's going pretty well, you know, and KJ and I have been in pretty constant contact through our phones while on my quest. (laughs) So, you know,
0: (laughs) but you have not responded to me on Marco Polo for a few days. It's not a big thing. You know it's not like weeks yes. but i was like she broke up with her phone she didn't
1: <laughs> so now we gotta yeah. know yeah. what you did i know i have been yes okay so over christmas break i found out about this book called how to break up with your phone it is for sure dated let's find out when it was written shall we okay <laughs> Let me just, i have it here in my hands 2018 oh my gosh I thought it would yes, be much older than that. That is not that old. <laughs> but it is already in many ways obsolete, which is very sad. Like, I don't think it mentions TikTok ever in it. Oh, probably it not. didn't exist. Yeah. Um, it talks, it doesn't have like, uh, iPhones didn't have screen time when it was written. Mm. So it's like, download a tracker app. And I'm like, the iPhone has that now. Yeah. You know, it's just like little things like that where I'm like, this is already very outdated. It's very interesting. Um, but I started reading it and the first half of the book is meant to scare you like your phone is taking over your life and it's terrible. And there's that documentary. Do you remember what I'm talking about? We will put it in the show notes because I don't remember what it is on Netflix and it's about screens.
0: Yeah. Is it all the creators of um, like the social networks that basically say we would never give our kids these social media apps, but we give them to you.
1: Yes. And that's where I really realized like that. I was being sold. Like I am a product on Instagram. I am a product on Facebook. So I like started having these realizations, but it wasn't enough, you know? And then I read how to break up with your phone and she does a good job of really highlighting this. Like we are weakening our brains And for me that like was the last, you know, that was like the rock bottom when I was like, I know all this, I know all this, I know it's not good for me, but that's when I was like, Oh my gosh, this is changing the structure of my brain. And I don't know how, but I know for sure it's not changing it in a good way. Yeah. At least I'm 90% sure, you know? So she talked about in the book, like in London, cabbies have to memorize the entire city and every route that could ever exist before they can become a cab driver and so if you do a brain scan of the cab driver's brain they will have a stronger like their brain is more lit up yes and the longer that they drive the more strong And I don't even know if it was, you know, but it was something. And the the longer that they've driven, the stronger it is, right? Because they put all of their time and energy into memorizing all this and it makes their brain do that. And she was like, if you are spending three hours, eight hours, however many hours on your phone, you are changing your brain because that is what you are spending all of your time and energy on. And she was like, it's going to have an effect. The question is just, what is the effect? And we don't really know yet. And that's why it's so scary. Right. But we do know that the variable reward ratio crap. Now I'm just like making up words. You're welcome. But basically using intermittent rewards, variable rewards is the most highly addictive. It's what they use in gambling, right? All of this stuff. And that is what all Everything on our phone is meant to be. Yeah, dopamine hit. Yes. And it's all about the, it's boring, it's boring, it's boring. Oh, this is really exciting. This is really exciting. Oh, it's boring, it's boring, it's boring. Oh, this is really exciting. And you're waiting for that really exciting. So you're willing to be there through all the boring just to get like that little hit, you know? So she talks about how unhealthy it is to be doing that and whatever. And then she talks about how to break up with your phone. There's like a concrete plan, which takes 30 days which i feel like you could do in two days and that's what i did so expedite it okay why why do you need to take i do feel like as someone who i mean i think that most of us in this world have been like i need to get off my phone i'm gonna set a screen time limit i'm gonna do this but it seems like we just always find ways back around it you know well, it's so, like
0: iPhone's great to like put in these timers you can have, but they make it so easy for you to ignore it. Like I ignore mine every day and I've done that for yeah. six months because all I have to do is put ignore for today back in,
1: you know? <laughs> Just like, like looks, And like, woohoo. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, it's completely useless, right? It yeah. really is. So let's talk about like some of like the really big... Things that helped me because I am on day 16, right? It's the 16th. So I broke up with my phone on January 1st. Um, and I will tell you what that looks like for me. So things that I changed. So obviously like if you have never done like a good like going through your phone and like seeing what you're doing and all that. Obviously, you need to like assess your screen time use and decide if it's bad for you or not. Some people are very good at monitoring these things. I personally am not. So it was kind of out of control for a while, you know. So things that she talks about are which I do love this about the new iPhone um, the software update is that you you can delete all of your apps off your home screen, but then you now have like a list of apps like Androids have always had, but we iPhone users never had cause we used to have them all on our home screens. So now mm. I only have one home screen, which is not full. So I only have 12 apps on there, which is really nice. That is, those are all the apps that I use on a daily basis. So I've got Google photos, normal photos, podcasts, because I have to listen to our podcasts regularly, right? (laughs) You know, Um, and and Marco Polo is one that I am willing to keep on the home screen, right? So you cull down all of your apps and you say like, what is necessary? What is distracting me, all this? And what she has you do when you break up with your phone is to delete all social media off of your phone. You can still access it, but you have to do it on a desktop. And I've done this before, but it never like really stuck. But now I am doing it and it is so much better to just have it like completely on desktop. Um, or, you know, if you are really disciplined, you can download it for a half an hour and then delete it again. You know, whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. But she's like, just get it off and have it stay off until the end of your breakup. So the the idea is that you break up with your phone for 30 days, and then you can reassess what you want to bring back into your life. Yeah. So I have gone 16 days with no Instagram, no Twitter, no whatever. I do find myself checking the news more often, because I'll like pick up my phone and be like, there's nothing to do on here. So I guess mm-hmm. I'll check the news. So I actually have been considering blocking the news app, because I don't want to be picking my phone up at all. I want my phone to be so boring that I never pick it up that I find some other thing to do when my brain is like, I need to avoid or I'm bored that I just like eventually find something else. So the next thing obviously is to turn off all notifications. And I had thought that I had turned off all notifications, but I had not. And I found out that you can turn them off even more than I had turned them off. So mine are now fully and completely off. Like my Gmail does not fetch new emails, things like that, where I like didn't realize like it wasn't notifying me on my home screen, but it was still like having the numbers in the bubbles. Oh yeah. yeah, All of that. Mm-hmm. Mostly just for Gmail. That was like the big one that I had completely missed. Cause I was like, Oh, it's my email. I need to know. No, you don't need to know. The other big thing that I am starting to be a believer in, is that I don't even need to get notifications for my text messages. Like that is even a huge distraction and a reason to pick up your phone. And then you pick up your phone and then 15 minutes have gone by and you realize like, I haven't done anything productive on this phone, you know? So that's another one that I'm like tinkering with the idea of maybe even just having like my, cause you can do your daily like delivery. What is it called? Like your, um, your evening summary I have my evening summary right here um and you can like have all your texts come in your evening summary or you can check them as you want but you won't even get alerted that you've gotten a text which is interesting because I just think about it more and more often like it's always like I need it just in case but she like makes the point she was like how often does just in case happen never it doesn't happen you know and so I recently did have a time where my dad recently called me and told me that someone in my family had died. Um, and that's not a fun phone call to get. And you don't want to like necessarily miss a phone call like that. But also he didn't send me a text. He didn't, you know what I mean? Like he would yeah. have you to try and get in touch with me and I would have noticed. Right. And so we think like, Oh, I need to like be in contact, but maybe you don't maybe you don't. And so that's what I'm learning is maybe I don't need to be very attached to my phone. Maybe I can go several days without checking these things, whatever. Other things that I did, I turned my phone to grayscale, So it is black and white. So it's much less appealing to look at. And let me tell you, it is a lot less appealing. Like you try scrolling Instagram when it's black and white. It's just not very interesting, you know? So you can do that on, um, your settings under accessibility under your display, you go to color filters and you turn them off and you turn, cool. camera, which is pretty crazy. Um, so that's a nice thing that makes it less attractive. Um, yeah, so I've gotten rid of all social media. I basically have nothing on my phone except I have my email app and then I have like podcast music. Libby which is a book reading app I'm sure many of you know about it you know um and so there's just like nothing on there to do and now every time I pick up my phone I just ask myself like why do I need to have this in my hands right now and if it's like a good reason then I'm like okay cool that's no problem I can continue on with it right like I'm texting someone or I'm on the phone, I don't know, or I'm listening to a book. But so often I find myself picking it up and then I'm like, why am I holding this? And then I'm like, not for a good reason. So then I'm like, I have to put it down. And then that's when it gets into that mental health piece of like me having to then sit and be like, I feel a little bit uncomfortable and just like, I don't really know what to do with myself right now because Like I went to the dentist, you know, and I'm like sitting there and I'm like just sitting in the waiting room. But like, she makes the point over and over again. Like we used to do things before we had phones. So like, if you sit there and you're just like bored, you can just be bored or you can people watch and you can like miss out. So she talked about like, she was having lunch with a friend And something wild and crazy happened in front of them, but their friend was so glued to their phone that they just missed it. And she was Mm -hmm. like, how much are we missing out? Because we just don't like people watch and we don't just like enjoy being around people and all of this. So now whenever I just like want to go, like I was supposed to say want to go to the bathroom, but that's not what we're talking about. (laughs) Whenever I want to look at my phone, I can, I just think like, well, what would I have done before I had a phone? I would just the dentist office and be bored or i would have brought a book or i would just like watch that mother child interact and that's fine i can just people watch i'm allowed to do that you know all this kind of stuff of like okay what would i do before this i guess i would just be is really what it comes down to a lot of times you know like okay i would just be if i was eating i wouldn't be looking at my phone i would just be eating you know yeah. whatever it is so i've done a lot more of that turned everything off my phone is now grayscale everything on my phone is very minimal so like i'm going through my photos every day and deleting photos that i don't want to keep because it's just a lot less time to be on my phone you know so when i pick up my phone and i want to do something that's what i do because that's like more allowable for me where i'm like oh that's like a good use of my time is to delete the six pictures of my twins looking the exact same you know and yeah, just yeah The one where they look the best so like little things like that i don't know i I i'll let you know if there's other things that i've done but that's what i'm thinking of right now so what have you done to not be addicted to your phone
0: oh it's a constant constant struggle but i think what i've had to do first is figure out my why like why do i want to not be stuck to my phone all the time Mm -hmm. And the two main things that are pretty jarring for me, one was that I noticed that when my phone was away from me and it was accessible to my toddler, he would Mm -hmm. bring it to me.
1: Oh, right. Like, this is
0: your Yeah, he's so used to me having it at -hmm. all times that he's like, oh, this is apart from her. It needs to go back to her. Mm -hmm. And that was sad to me. Like, my kids are young, but he's already picking up on stuff, and I don't want him to remember mom as always having her phone in her hand. Yes. And I would much prefer him to remember me as engaging with him, or if he's playing independently and I'm somewhere else, that I'm, like, doing something productive. Or if I'm relaxing, I'm, like, being, like I'm sitting and being present or I'm reading or something like that. Right. Um, And the other thing is just like health and wellness, like we talked about with brains. And um, I think where I got really addicted to my phone was when my son was born three years ago and I was nursing during the night. And so Mm -hmm. to stay awake, I was scrolling my phone. But then, like, I was so, like, stimulated by the blue light and whatever on my phone that I couldn't then go back to sleep. And then by the time I did go back to sleep, he was awake again. And so I think that is where the addiction really, like, started for me. Yeah. And then, so this time around with my daughter, I noticed it kind of, my addiction kind of ramping up when... I would be up with her at night, but then also you're nursing so much in the beginning or Mm -hmm. feeding them so much that I would just be scrolling on my phone while I was doing that. And so I was like, I got to do something different. And so I ended up saving up for a Kindle and got a Kindle. And so when I'm up with her at night, if I'm like awake enough, I'll just read a few pages and you can like make it super dim. You can make the the letters and words as big as you want and it's not like the type of device and screen that i get addicted to it's like a one a one use uh device if that makes sense and there's
1: there's not that reward the variable reward ratio right so there's no like incentive it's just a different form of a book right exactly i can't get
0: on there and then access Instagram because I had like right. the Kindle app on my phone, but I was also able to get on to Facebook or Instagram or whatever. And so I wouldn't stay reading a book because that it's wasn't like a as tight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So like so my scary. why was like, now that I've switched to doing that at night, I fall asleep way faster. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting like Definitely. way better sleep. And just not having my phone plugged in next to me while I sleep and having it in the bathroom is just, you know, way better. Yeah, it's so smart. Yeah. So I've, like, found my why. Like, I really don't want my kids to just remember mom as being on her phone all the time. Mm -hmm. I would love to be able to, like, when we go to restaurants or whatever – To have my kids being entertained by the things you were just talking about, like right, they people watch around them, all their little menu they
1: color, yeah, yeah. and that is not
0: to like make anyone feel bad who uses screens in those situations because I hundred percent have time
1: in a place, right? Time, yeah, yeah. like
0: it. It really can depend on like age and mood Mood and and whatever's going on, but like generally i would love my kids to also be able to just be mm-hmm. and so yeah identifying my why and then i've kind of talked through um some of those things already that i've like actually done but a big one that would make sense because you guys know we took a huge break from recording the podcast mm-hmm. a big part of that was we were all feeling really burned out by the social media aspect of like having a business and producing a podcast. And it was like all this pressure to grow, right? To like build your audience on Instagram. Mm -hmm. But with that comes like so much time and energy to like keep up with the algorithm and make videos now and all this stuff that we just yeah, don't yeah. really care about and don't want to, like, I don't know, coming up with content for posts. Like, it's just very consuming and we yeah. were burned out. And so, like, giving that up too, along with stopping recording for like nine months, was really nice. And so now coming back, like, if you do follow us on Instagram, maybe you've noticed, maybe you. Don't care and don't know, but um <laughs> I'm sure we post, everyone is like, just like really into it. <laughs> yeah. We post like super minimally on there. Like meme therapy, and that's like, it. Hey, here's an episode and then once a week meme therapy. And that is because those are the things that we enjoy doing. It's like, hey, we yeah. enjoy letting you know that there's a new episode and that takes me like two minutes to post that.
1: And yes, then we so really wonderful.
0: enjoy posting meme therapy. We have, like, such fun conversations with you guys in our messages. And, mm-hmm. like, Love we it. laugh. And it's fun. And, like, that takes me over the course of, like, a couple of days of, like, gathering memes and Jessica and Taylor sending me them. Like, all in all, it takes, like, 10 minutes to just post those. Yeah. So maybe we're sacrificing growth like but like who cares sure but
1: we don't have a good
0: time
1: (laughs) yes and it was such a drain where we were just like because there there is this just unspoken like this is what you're supposed to be doing you're supposed to be seeking followers and all this stuff and it was just like none of us wanted to but we felt obligated to and so it just wasn't working at all and none of us were happy about it it was terrible and so I think we made a very good choice to switch it up and so yeah I think we just have to look at all of our stuff and be like what is this what is the outcome and how is this actually working for me and how do I want it to actually work for me instead of against me you know because truly we want things to be benefiting us instead of like detracting from us and taking over our lives you know so and it's good I mean I haven't bought things since January Ah, because I haven't been on Instagram you know like that it's just like little things where you just realize like once you look at it you're like man I'm all about Instagram to like keep up with my friends I'm all about Marco Polo to keep up with my friends but at what cost at what point is it becoming a problem you know and so, and Marco Polo, I don't really have any problems with Marco Polo. I actually was very consistent with KJ when I was not getting my 10,000 steps in, but now I'm getting my steps better. And so that's when I'm like, oh, I don't need to talk about Marco Polo because I already got my steps done. But today I'm going to have to do my steps tonight after this. So yeah, if I you guys you want to chat, just let me. Yeah, I will. I will be. It'll be great. But anyways, so. The other thing that I want to address is the social aspect. So a big thing for me about breaking up with my phone is saying, well, what do I want my actual life to look like more? So I actually had one friend where we were talking about Marco Polo. And then I was just like, we could just talk in real life. because we live close enough obviously with KJ I can't ever do that with Taylor I can't ever do that because they live too far away so I was like oh we could just like get together and have dinner so we did we had dinner on Monday and it was wonderful and it was great and I loved it but it's just so funny how my first thing is like oh I'll talk to my friends on Marco Polo instead of my first thought being like I will text my friend to go have dinner because we can do that but also i do forget that i can do that because for a long time i had twins and i could not do that so Mm -hmm. it's also rewiring that part of my brain that's like i'm allowed to leave the house now yeah so you know like i was i did take a second and be like oh i can like continue to socialize on my phone or we can we can move this into a real life situation like shocker I forget that that exists but it is possible and i think that it's remembering that and it's remembering like little moments of socialization are what make us human so when i like like my mom was talking about going to the ups store in her town is a disaster because it's just so busy because it's like the only one serving a few towns you know mm. she was like Oh, last time I went, I saw this person and learned this and this and this. And today when I went, I learned this, this and this because she's just chatting with people in line. Whereas most people in line, I'm sure, are just on their phone. Yeah. Whereas my mom comes home and is like, oh, I met someone that knew you at the UPS store today, you know, yeah. because she's just like talking to people. And those are little things that like that's what makes us human is having these small interactions. I feel like sometimes we think they're not meaningful because it's not like, well, I'm not like investing in this 10 year old relationship that's like really important to me. So what's the point? But like small talk, like just like connecting with someone, not even like small talk, but just like having a moment of connection is wonderful. And then you can just like move on with your life. But if you're just on your phone in line, you don't get that opportunity. And no one has that opportunity with you because they're not going to interrupt you and be like, excuse me, do you want to put your phone down so we can chat for a moment about how we're both returning the same thing what are the chances you know so it's just all i think it's like you have to consciously make an effort to move things to real life but then also realize that maybe if you let go a little bit maybe you're not actually missing out on that much i don't know because like sometimes a lot of your social life is on there but maybe you just have to trust That if you step away from your phone and you replace that time with more in-person interactions on purpose, you're not really going to be missing out on that much of a social interaction, maybe. And if you like, especially if you have like a group of friends and you all commit to it, you can kind of move your life off of the phone, I would hope.
0: Yeah, like instead of watching other people living Mm -hmm. you will be living your life. You are living, yes. Yeah, like, I don't know. Maybe you'll miss out on being notified of the latest and greatest things from Target, but maybe you will have a really connecting, fun dinner with a
1: friend. Yeah, exactly. And when you're with that friend, you will find out about something. Like, if if that thing from Target is meant to be in your life, it will find its way to you, <laughs> yeah. you know? like it's okay. And if like you have friends, you will miss out on some information, but also when I'm with friends in real life, I don't ever say like, and you know, like, cause I already posted about it. So I don't need to tell you about it. Like I right. really go over everything in my life as if they haven't looked at my social media feed. Right. So yeah. it's like, we're living as if we're not connecting online because I can't remember right it's not okay. like I'm like oh well KJ commented and said this so she definitely saw this post and, and read every word of my caption so she knows what I'm talking about like no I just like go over it and then if she knows what I'm talking about she'll be like oh yeah like you posted and I'll be like okay she saw the post and then I can move on but I personally am not like you know like what I posted because that kind of feels like very like oh yeah are you keeping up with my Instagram <laughs> like I would never assume mm-hmm. that someone was you know and so I feel are like it's not expectations on for me right yeah exactly do you you don't oh this is shocking you know like Marco Polo obviously is different because it's more like you're having a conversation so I feel like that's useful but like things that I post on Instagram I just kind of view them as going out into the world and people know them but that I don't expect people to know them And so it doesn't translate to real social interaction because once I have a real social interaction, I'm usually going over that stuff again anyway, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know, it's all very interesting. And I I do think there has to be like a conscious decision to do more off of your phone because so much is on your phone. And like, especially like once you're working on there, if you're doing school on there, just a huge amount of your time is phone related and it's hard to let go of it and move past it and i don't know what yeah but that's the thing is i'm like what are our brains all going to look like because if our brain is shrinking our ability to pay attention where are we going to be at 20 years from now
0: our brains in our necks so i'll end with this quote that i shared during meme therapy for those of you that tuned in a
1: week or two ago which you Um, should have so you should all be on your phones regularly yeah posting and noticing <laughs> hopefully our this made
0: you get off your phone immediately yeah. um but three hours a day on your phone equals 45 days of your year which is a crazy amount of time that so is time. a month and a half of time spent looking at your phone yeah. instead oh of looking at the world around you so That's if kind of so my like my door. plan if i'm like really struggling with some phone addiction is to write that down and like put it on my mirror mm-hmm. um
1: yeah because well, I, and put it as your lock screen right like every ooh, time you open yeah. it, you're like oh my gosh okay that is That's also good. the book she recommends doing very like changing your lock screen regularly which is very easy on the new iPhone, you can change it. I accidentally change it all the time, um, mm. and you just like you put what you want to be thinking about before you open your phone. So you like write a question of like, what else could I be doing right now, or is this important, or do cool. I want this to be part of my forty-five days? Is this what I want to be doing with my life? Yeah. You know, because I think it is like okay, yeah, if I have. One to two hours of structured phone time that I'm using to improve my life. And to, you know, like, I love, and I told KG, like, the algorithm is working for me when I get onto Instagram now because it wants to keep me sucked in. So I get on and it's just meme after meme after meme. And I love it. You know, it's either people that I follow or memes. It's so great. And so, like, you can do stuff like that and say, like, I love Instagram right now, but you, you really do it like with purpose and for enjoyment and because you want it to be part of your life rather than, Oh my gosh, I just picked up my phone to, te- to check a text and now it's been 45 minutes and like, Oh, where are my children? I don't even know, you know? Yeah. So you have to switch it, but yeah, think about those 45 days of your life and what you want them to be filled with Yeah, your phone or other people or, you really? know what I mean? No, it could be anything.
0: Well, let us know if you guys have any epiphanies about this because we're all trying to figure it out. This is uncharted yes. territory, like for sure. Yeah,
1: so none of us have like a, if you have a real grasp on it, please let us know how you got yeah. that grasp and what you've done because we love it. Yeah, we need to
0: know. All right, well, thanks for tuning in. We will see you guys next time.
1: Happy Monday.
0: thanks for joining us today we want to create a community of inclusion where we can have conversations about topics that you need help with or have questions about we want you to have a voice in this process so please let us know what you want to hear about on future episodes you can email us at thoughtspod at gmail.com and if you search thoughtspod you can find us on facebook instagram and twitter all original music is composed by Milan Bryach from Valley of the Bears, and our logos are by Rick Thomas. Thanks for joining us.